It's the Geeky Waffle Podcast. Welcome to a bonus episode. I'm Candace, and with me is Bree. Hey, Bree. Hi. <laughs> and we decided to watch the 2021 Cinderella. I had to look at it for a second. I was From like, what Amazon year is it? Amazon Prime. I do want to state before we start anything that I understand that the cast, the crew, the director, producers, I, I understand that everyone worked hard on this film that being said i hated my life while watching it yeah i met my parents for labor day and we like to watch whatever like new movie comes out and but this one you know it's free if you have amazon prime and they love musicals i love musicals you think that would be a winning combination but (laughs) it opens up with rhythm nation by janet jackson and it's to show how humdrum the people's lives are every day. Although the thing is, is, Rhythm Nation is a very poppy, like, yeah, let's be a part of this Rhythm Nation. Yeah, it's about, like, racial unity. Yeah, that's what Janet Jackson wrote that song about. (laughs) Like, No offense, I'm going to start just trashing it right away. I think the biggest flaw in this movie is Camila Cabello. Oh, her (laughs) auto-tune? She is auto-tuned from the beginning. Oh, no, absolutely the beginning. Her lip syncing seems a little off to me. I don't. Yeah, it was off. Okay, great. It wasn't just me. I was like, am I, are my eyes betraying me or? No, like I was like, is this streaming correctly? But then everything else was like in sync. Well, also, you know what the biggest giveaway that you knew this movie was going to be a train wreck? Um, At the opening, those three guys with the shovels and the little sand, what were they doing? Like they literally, I don't know what they were working on. Okay, also, during Rhythm Nation, they have a group of people passing plastic crates to each other. And I'm like, what year is this? I I still don't know what year they're trying to go for. I get, like, you know, um, the horror movie, which I know you haven't seen, but it follows. It's, like, modern, but, like, little hints of the 80s here and there, so you don't really know what time period you're in. I feel like they tried to do something like that, but it didn't it didn't hit well. Yeah, like the thing is like there's metal grading. That's where the town crier does his raps. I'm like, they saw yeah. Hamilton. They want to do it. And like the stepmother's house looks so modern. Like it's something from like Airbnb. Like, or yeah. That's what a reviewer said. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, um, that reviewer from Vanity Fair said. It's an unholy amalgamation of Glee, Hamilton, and Bridgerton with a lot of questions. And he is so right. Well, that's the thing, too. When we're talking about the time period, certain dresses were a time period. But then Camila Cabello's dresses, I was like, I don't know what. Very modern. What you're trying to go for. And the biggest thing, Candace, 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 the biggest thing that bothered me was that this whole movie Camila Cabello did no housework whatsoever. She made them tea. I think that, that's it. That was it. Literally serve them tea. And then the rest of the time, it's like, I'm going to be in my basement working on my dresses. Like, okay. <laughs> like, what is your life? How does she have money to buy all that fabric and paper? She was just throwing away paper. I know. I was like, for a poor girl. Um. You're doing pretty well for yourself. Yeah. And speaking of which, like her stepsister says, like, you got dirt on your face. And 
the fairy godmother is narrated and is like, oh, it's because she's called Cinderella because she's always besmirched with dirt. But her face was always perfectly clean. Oh, yeah. She didn't look out of place. Like when um, (laughs) I almost said Leah Michelle, but I'm like, no, it's Adina. My dad compared that. My dad said she reminds me of Leah Michelle. And I'm like, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. It's not. Um, Okay. (laughs) I just accidentally was thinking the wrong name. But Adina Zell, there's a lot of things I hate with her stepmom. But uh, one of the things to go about, like, Cinderella is always looking perfect. When she said, "Like, oh, you would look, you would look pretty if you brushed your hair." Her hair was in a braid. Wh- what does she mean by it? It wasn't like it was sticking out over the place. It was in a neat braid. Yeah, what? she has that braid the entire time, and I'm like, "What is your wig budget that you have to keep her hair exactly the same the entire time?" Was that a wig? I just thought that was her hair. Oh, I assumed it was a wig. I like, mean, even still, she could have put extensions in and then. Yeah, they I could just know. be fake. <laughs> yeah. So like everyone's clothes are brand new. They're, the world doesn't feel lived in, you know? Well, even Cinderella's clothes, like her her, her housekeeping clothes, they look Yeah, her so peasant new. clothes. Yeah. yeah. They, they look perfectly brand new. It's like peasant chic. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> I. Um, so I'm. I'm so surprised by this because so many great people actually worked on this. Like Kay Cannon, who's the director and wrote this, she wrote like the Pitch Perfect scripts and those are hilarious and fun. And I don't know what happened. This feels stilted and uninspired. I blame James Corden. He's the one who produced this. He pitched it to Sony. was like, what if it was Cinderella but was a jukebox musical? We don't like James Corden here. No, <laughs> we, we don't. In the Geeky Waffle House, we don't like James Corden. She also did Girl Boss, though. He created the Netflix series Girl Boss, which did you watch that? No. Oh, I did. It it was better than this, but I still think it has that that fake feminist tone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like let's spout off like some like yeah we're we're women we're we're yeah we can see i don't know it just feels very like let, basic. let's just yeah like let's just it's throw very some basic. like like uh, some creative like feminist words here and there and then that's definitely gonna get the girl boss across like it feels so stilted it i didn't feel anyone i don't know th- there was no development of characters there's no the only, I think the only decent person in this was Minnie Driver. I was like, I have All that. Right. I have that on my list. I'm like, Billy Porter and Minnie Driver are the only things I found joy in. I didn't even Listen. like Billy Porter. I thought he was a characterization. I blame the script of what he had to well, say. Well, yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like, when he immediately was like, yes, work. I was like, oh. Yes, for future queen. Instead of okay. yes, queen. Yes, future queen. And I was like. Yeah. I was like, all right. Billy, you deserve more than this. <laughs> exactly. Like, way more. I, I'm sure it's a nice paycheck he received, though. Okay. So, the whole premise of this, yes, you know Cinderella. But this time, Cinderella is hashtag girl boss. And she has a dream of opening up her own store, even though in whatever time period this is, women are not allowed to run businesses. And I, I don't know what time period this is because the prince makes a joke and says, oh, we get married and we live till we're 40 and die. When yeah. 
Pierce Bronson and Minnie Driver are definitely over 40. Yes, I, uh, I... She has a Singer sewing machine. Oh, yeah! Like, what in the what? It didn't come out until 1851. And in her little dream sequence of owning the shop... Oh, that was so awkward. When she was singing to herself. To herself. One yeah. in a million. I... She's like, she has a table out front of her shop, and it's like a plastic table. Like, I use when I, like, do artist tables at conventions. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, did you spend all your budget on the music rights? Maybe. I mean, Because this is insane. If you were the stepmom and the stepsisters, right? Yeah. And Cinderella, or Ella, as they call her mainly in this, um, if she could sew, wouldn't she be making dresses for them? Like, yeah. you would think at least give her one job because what bothered me to know into was, you know, when um that old guy came, who obviously is way older than 40s as well, the one who uses a cane as a prop for women. He I didn't look his that name. old. Well, I don't know. Thomas, right. So remember when he brought, like, the parsnips and everything? Yeah. Ella does not touch the basket at all. And then it gets handed to Narcissa, one of the stepsisters. And Narcissa doesn't even hand it, like, pass it off to Cinderella at all. And she's the one who takes it into the kitchen. What use do they have for Ella? Like, seems to be just another mouth to feed. Apparently. Like, she's not pulling her weight around that place at all. At all. She's just in the basement working on her dream. Yeah. I I don't feel bad for her. I never felt bad for her. Like, even though when they try to make this, the stepmom mean with the whole like, oh, look at this dress I made. And, oh, I'm going to pour black ink and pull your ear and say mean things. Like, I was like, I don't buy this. That stepmom would never do that. Yeah, the stepmother is like trying to be, is, is meant to be more sympathetic and Again, what we were talking about in our episode about best Cinderella adaptations is a lot of this is just society. The stepmother doesn't want Cinderella, Ella, to get in trouble and get them in trouble too. Because like Ella at the beginning tries to sell her dress and in the marketplace and everyone was like, you stole that, you know, or making fun of her or like threatening to have her arrested. Yeah. So it's literally like the stepmother's just trying to survive. Well, yeah, I read an article um, from Polygon, that yeah. that website, and I think they said the best where this stepmom is more like a Jane Austen mom than an yeah. evil stepmom, you know? She's literally just trying to get her kids married, including Cinderella. She yes. isn't trying to, like, abuse her or anything like that. Mm. She's literally doing what it is at the time, which if you have three daughters, you're like, like – Mrs. Bennett just trying to get them out there to make good matches so they don't starve on the street. Yeah. And honestly, because they went that route, the moments they try to make her really mean to Cinderella, it doesn't work. It doesn't play. It doesn't have that same reaction. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I felt nothing for these characters. Ella, I could care less about. I honestly hated her. The moment, well, I mean, the auto-tune got me from the beginning. It grated my nerves. But um, but the moment when she was sitting on the statue of the king, yeah, I was like, this reminds me 
of that Graham Norton interview with Jennifer Lawrence when she was joking about <laughs> going to Hawaii and sitting on Sacred Rock and like being like, isn't that cute? Isn't that quirky? And I was like, no, literally those are sacred rocks. Why would you sit on them? And this just reminded me the same thing. And I was like, I, I hate Ella. Why does they she also think did the thing okay? that she's clumsy, mm-hmm. but she's also like really pretty and graceful too. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I don't understand this movie. And also, like, he's all that picking these actresses who have no experience in, in front acting? of the camera acting. Yes. To carry the entire movie. Oh, yeah. She can she can't act. I'm sorry. I've taken years of acting lessons. I have met amazing actresses. She's fine in music videos, whatever. I don't really watch them. Again, I don't really believe her. Like her believability um on screen it, it it's it's not there for me i don't I believe think, her i think she could have potential i think if she worked on it and had more experience acting in front of a camera if she played like cinderella's best friend or even one of the stepsisters or any other role that wasn't like the main role because her performance makes or breaks it because we're with her for the majority of the movie. I have like in my notes, I'm like, if Anna Kendricks, who actually played Cinderella in Into the Woods, had this, and it's supposed to be like a quirky, charming Cinderella, I think she would have made it work. Yeah. Or just like anyone with more stage and screen. You mean believability and presence? Yeah. Yeah, more more acting experience because yes, Camilla has been on stage for like half her life, you know. But even still, like you think, okay, great, a singer, but they auto turned her. She, yeah, and I've not actually listened. Good. I've actually listened to her without auto tunes, and she's a decent singer. Why are they doing her dirty like that? They didn't. I mean, she's the only one who's auto tuned. It's so weird. It's blaringly so weird. I, I just. I don't know. Like, and for some reason, you can tell everyone's lip syncing in this movie. And yeah, and, re- and most musicals are. Yeah, but like rewatching uh, the Brandy's version of uh, Roger and Hammerstein Cinderella, right? Yeah, I know they're lip syncing, but it feels believable. Like, yeah, and you- I don't know why does that one work so much better than this one because it's a lower budget. The set isn't. That big. But I I feel like it's more consistent. But you know what? Looking back at the Brandy's version, right? You believe them. You're invested in them. They have a presence. This movie is very uninspired. It's like, I hate to say this, like they're lip syncing to a TikTok video. It just, I think one of the main things is uh, since Ella and Robert, the prince, don't have any chemistry. Because I feel like what sells... The 1997 version is right at the beginning, the prince and Cinderella meet and they have a spark. Yeah, that, oh, their meet cute's perfect. Again, this one's so uninspired because their meet cute is her sitting on the statue of the king and going, oh, is this not okay? You should maybe add some bleachers. Bleachers? What? Again, what time period are we in? I don't get it. How do they know what bleachers are? I have no idea. And I feel like... The pacing and the comedic timing is so off that it feels awkward. Are you ready to just rip on James Corden? Always. Okay, so he plays one of the mice, and he gets turned into a footman when Billy Porter 
you know, does the bibbity bobbity boo but it's the shining star. And he does every cliche thing in the world. He does that riffing, you know, when they stop the song and he keeps going. He's like, oh, yeah, shining star, you know, and everyone's looking mm-hmm. at him kind of thing. He calls his penis the front tail. I hated that part. There's a point where his head is human, but his body is a mouse. And it's just screaming. And it's just like, it's all this like early 90s cliche comedy. There's there's nothing unique about what they're saying or anything funny. Like, that's a joke, right? Like, oh, look, they can clap. That's a big deal. There's nothing to it. It's empty. This whole movie is hollow. It's a hollow shell. It's vapid. There's no, there's no chemistry between anyone in this film. People just said words. Except for Minnie Driver. I loved her. Yeah, Minnie Driver's great. She is a good singer. She had some good lines. Like, there's a storyline where their daughter, Gwen, is wanting to, like, help out ruling the kingdom. And at one point, when, like, the king and his royal advisors are meeting, she tries to sit down at the table. And he's like, no. And she's like, you're literally not letting me have a seat at the table. And I'm like, "Uh so funny. You're, like, outrightly saying it in case we didn't get it. Yeah. There was so much more they could have done with her. Oh, 100%. And also, I saw it coming. I was like... Yeah, everyone's... Oh. The second that she was trying to do stuff, because Robert the mm-hmm. Prince doesn't want to rule. And it's really funny, because, like, at the beginning, and I'm saying funny, not, like, humorous, but, like, funny, like, weird, he is talking to a potential uh, princess or lady or something to marry so his dad can get more land. And... He's talking about just the things he wants to do. Like, he wants to have fun. And then all of a sudden, he's seeing somebody to love. And I'm like, well, yeah, well, they make him out to be an idiot prince, right? He's yeah. like, I, I gathered, like, they're trying to make him, like, Prince Harry when he was, like, in the tabloids a lot, you know? Just partying. Partying, boy, yeah. And then they're trying to convert him to the more serious, I want to find someone to love. But they didn't develop that well. At all. No, they went from him talking about wanting to, you know, go on fox hunts. And then all of a sudden he's starting to sing somebody to love. And it's like. With a you, choir. It was just weird. I was like, why are they just kept there? Yeah. Ellen and like, Tanta did it first. Like, what's the point of using the song that's been used so much and already in a whole other Cinderella movie? I don't know. Dresses are ugly, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> They're so ugly. Okay, I also like, yeah, so the dress that she wears that the fairy godmother takes from her drawings, it's like a bodice, structured bodice, and the choreography doesn't work with the dress. Because she'll move her, like, her hips or her, you know, her upper body, but the dress will stay the same because it's a structured, you know, um, corset-like thing. So it just doesn't move with her. So how they're dancing, because they danced a perfect by Ed Sheeran. If you want any more cliche, I was a wedding photographer. That song and that and the Twilight song can go to hell. <laughs> but also, I it looks like, okay, someone on TikTok commented on, because, you know, they have like those ads that pop up and they have an ad for this one. And I was scrolling through the comments and someone wrote Cinderella Party City. I was like, yeah, that's kind of what Ella's design, like, well, like her dresses all the are. Just look off. I don't know. It just looked cheap. I hate to say that. I don't like dogging on like costume designers and like 
Yeah, no, people I think worked they, on it, but it, it. I don't think they were given a big enough budget to do what they wanted to do. I think they spent it all on the stars and the music rights. And I completely blame James Corden. I do not blame anyone else. I don't know. I kind of blame CEO Intrepider, born in 1964, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> well, I mean, this was created by Sony first and was supposed to be uh, released in theaters. But Oof, this was. <laughs> can you imagine paying money and sitting down for this movie? That's like, well, us paying for cats. Except that was entertaining with the audience we saw on. Because like, all of us were on the same page going, this is a train wreck. And at we paid six dollars. It's a nightmare to look at and like just horror. <laughs> but this one, I was like very bored. Oh, it's the worst. I was like, how long is this movie? And it kept feeling longer than it needed to be. But that's because there was no plot structure. There was no development of characters. They stayed one note the entire time. I love that she's obsessed with making money, like capitalism. <laughs> It's oh, great. As you mentioned, a lot of people are mentioning that too in like comments. Yeah. Um, and just saying at that time period, like literally the stepmother's like, we're going to starve, you know? Like, yeah. And oh, and the stepmom was so encouraging when she found the shoe. I she, was like, she what? She flipped on a dime. <laughs> yeah. I was like, she what? saw the shoe and she was like, oh, it was you, Mary the Prince. Not yeah. even taking a second to be like, oh, I was bewitched because I talked to you. Yeah, because nothing. there's a moment at the ball. They have a conversation, and the fairy godmother made it so her family wouldn't recognize her. Yeah. I would take a little bit more time, you know. Be like, "Wow, you're evil." I, I again, again, she does not treat Cinderella that poorly. Like no. they were trying to do it, but like it doesn't work because half the time she's like, "I want you to marry and be well off." It doesn't work. It doesn't work to try and make her. I don't know. I hate this movie. I just, I hate yeah. this movie, Candace. So it's like, okay, when you're desperate and you need to keep your family afloat, you have to put your dreams aside because you literally cannot survive. So it makes her seem very selfish. I feel like she is selfish, though. Yeah. Like she's selfish. She's trying to be quirky. She's like, oh, she's so annoying. Also, what bothered me, too, is the stepsisters did more chores than Cinderella throughout yeah, this whole screen, movie. I, what in the, what, what's, I, do you get that? Do you understand why? I have no idea. What was with the farm boy? They did, they had that one song, Material Girl, and then touched nothing on that. Yeah, they just forget about this character that, like, one of them has a crush on. Never see him again. The one of the stepdaughters has a crush on Thomas and is like willing to marry him. Again, he's like, well, no, I want Ella instead. Nothing happens. Yeah. It's it's just a lot of drop plot points. And it feels just like, you know, what, have you seen the footage of James Gordon just like thrusting his little hips at the car, which was weird? Yeah, it's pretty much just one of his crosswalk musicals, but with a little bit more money and time, yeah. but less humor. Also, why did they have original songs and the jukebox musical style? Like, I never got that. Maybe they wanted to get one of them nominated for an Oscar. I hope too. not. Because that's why they did that Cats Taylor Swift song. Oh. And they added a song to Les Mis, and 
actually many drivers sang a song and fan of them. I was about to say Phantom Menace, Star Wars. <laughs> Phantom the Opera that got nominated for an Oscar that Wouldn't was played that during the Wouldn't that be funny if the Phantom Menace was turned into an opera? Because I could see it. I could see it. They wrote the, sh- the Shakespeare. Yeah. Okay. okay. That, would, I really that hate- would be so much better if they made a movie <laughs> of that. The opera of Star every Star Wars movie would be better than this movie. This was tough. <laughs> it was rough. I hate I hate hating on things when I know so many people worked hard on it. Yeah, that's what I said at the beginning. Like, I get it. I understand. And they must have probably had fun on set. But, like, this movie ain't it, fam. Yeah. And, again, no offense to Camilla. She was Take acting lessons. She just, yeah, she needs time. She needs to do bit roles, get more comfortable acting in front of the camera. And, yeah, I feel like... It was a mix of the script plus just not having a solid lead actress in the role. Well, I mean, there was a lack of structure. It was so stilted. No character development. I mean, literally, there was so, so many elements that went wrong on this. And while I can see it being someone's guilty pleasure because they just like the music or whatnot, I mean, it might make a good drinking game. Yeah, just like I couldn't even find like the choreography like engaging either. Like no, Material that's... Girl was so basic. They would just like lift their hands up and down. And I'm like, you have a, a Dana Benzel there who was like a Broadway. But even her acting was so like there's just nothing to it. Well, she wasn't given really anything. Well, true, because there's no real direction with her character. Is she supposed to be nice? Is she supposed to be mean? Like also, I, I like I get I get wanting to make villains sympathetic you know we want to try and give them a heart but sometimes it's so nice for villains just to be villains you know and it would have it would have made cinderella less selfish if she's like this is what i would do if you wanted ella to have this big dream and always was stopped make the stepmom go you're never going to, you're not talented. You're never going to be anything but a house servant and make her do chores instead of the stepsisters, right? And you have Ella fighting to make her dream happen. And she's not concerned with the prince or whatever because she's like, no, I want to be self-sufficient. I have to be self-sufficient for myself in order to survive and get out of basically the hellhole i was left in yeah like have you know? her be worked all to, day to the bone and her going you know what i my only free time i should be sleeping but i'm gonna design dresses yes i'm gonna i'm going to work and it's just like you know putting yourself through college like many of us did which was which was very few hours of sleep and you just work and work yeah, or like, like you know, it's like when you have a survival job and then you do your passion projects on the side. If they show her trying to escape the life she's in, right? And it's abusive and whatnot. But, like, honestly, she had a good life. She wasn't doing any chores. She was working on her dresses all day. I mean, how much would you love just to work on all your dream projects every day? Have a nice basement oh, like that? God, I wish I had that life. I was jealous of Ella. I was like, dang, I'll take that basement. Yeah, they, like, if they maybe even showed her, like, working, like, 
on things. Like maybe she was mending clothes to pay for fabric and like paper and supplies. To make her stepsister's dream dresses. Why why did that happen? And then it's, it's, like she uses the scraps to make her own. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that would have been nice. And then they could have gotten jealous because they're still like, Ella's dress looks good. Yeah. But there's nothing of that sort. Everyone's too like, let's get along with everyone. Oh, okay. So the end, the prince is like, Yeah, I'm not gonna be king. And he decides that he's gonna travel the world with Ella while she does fashion things. And the thing is, they aren't married or engaged or anything like that. And I'm like, what year is this? Don't know. Because that would not even be allowed like 50 years ago. Oh, also, the woman Tatiana that she's going to design for? for, didn't she kill someone? And they like, yeah, just swept that the, under the rug. The first thing that this queen T- Tatiana says when Ella meets her at the ball is, I killed the first king. That's how I got this crown. Yeah. And Ella is like, cool. I'll work for a murderer. Girl boss. <laughs> ruthless. You have to be ruthless, Bree, to be a girl boss. This, right, right, right. Forgot about that. Okay. Well, I think we ragged on this. Oh, I'm so thankful they didn't have Pierce Brosnan actually sing a song. Oh, yeah. They actually made fun of his singing. They and did. Like, I felt a little bad for him. I was like, oh, my dad went, oh, no, he's going to sing. And the mini driver said, oh, no, he's going to sing. <laughs> They knew. They knew. Pierce Brosnan's like, please don't cast me in this role if you're going to have me sing. He's like, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> At least he can make fun of himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a good sport. I, I mean, like, it. I enjoyed him and Minnie Driver the most out of everyone. Yeah. They just weren't given much. No, they weren't given much. But from what they had, they were the, the ones I enjoyed the most. And I was like, all right. It's a little bearable. Just a little. So, yeah, instead of watching this, go to Disney Plus and watch the 1997 Cinderella. Or uh, Ever After. That's oh, yeah. a great well, one. I feel like they try to make this like Ever After in a way. Like Ella being independent and, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just hate this movie so much. Yeah, I'm sorry I made you watch it. I chose to also watch this. I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. Well, yeah. yeah, I was, like, trying to get one of the waffles to watch it with me. I'm like, who's going to watch it? And, like, Ars and Vanessa are like, no. And I agreed. I said, Candace, I will suffer with you. I appreciate it. Brie, can you tell people where they can find us to either, like, yell at us for being so mean to everyone or agreeing with us? It might be a mixed bag. But yeah, you can find I- us online at thegeekywaffle.com on every podcast platform that there is. You can find us on Twitter at geeky underscore waffle you can find us on facebook at the geeky waffle instagram the geeky waffle you can find us on patreon patreon.com slash the geeky waffle and you can join uh for a dollar a dollar tier and yell at us on our discord private discord for patreons only for the geeky waffle yell at us thank us maybe if all of you really want to and join for a dollar we will stream this and have a movie night where we drink and make fun of this movie who knows i don't want to watch it again me neither but you know what for a dollar patreon people yes i will okay i will i will do it well we hope no that's not the right one okay stay geeky everyone (laughs) 